Dylan and Karen will come up and start us on the, the intercession and vision into the new year. That's okay. It can be this way. It can be. Uh, let's let's try it. Let's see if I can break this. Okay. <laughs> She's overcoming. <laughs> I'm overcoming. <laughs> I noticed earlier already. I saw it. <laughs> and I've been bothering my son all these years. The apple does not fall far from the tree. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> let's see, Isaiah. Okay. Hi, Jubilee. It's glad to see you guys. Just let me look. Who's here? Okay. Welcome, welcome. Okay, good. All right. You want to open us up in prayer? Sure. Um, thank you, Daddy. Thank you. You're just so beautiful. You're so beautiful, Father. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you, Father. We thank you that we're standing here and it's the end of the year and you have just so carried us and sustained us. You just have blessed us, Father, with so many, many, many blessings and miracles and we're just so grateful. We're so grateful. Daddy, just that we know you. That you opened our eyes just to know, to see the beautiful sun. To bring us back to that beautiful place in the garden where there's life, the beautiful tree of life, Jesus. We thank you for life. We thank you, Father, for truth. So we thank you for this last year. And we thank you for where you're taking us into 2024, Father, with this intercession, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for interceding for us for interceding for our households, for Jubilee, for our loved ones, and for all the people that you put on our hearts. Father, we ask that as we enter into this night, Lord, that you would increase our hearts with the ability to love more. You know that's the only thing that matters. How did you love? So, Father, we're asking for our hearts just to be purified tonight of all the stuff, of every weight, every sin that so easily ensnares, all of the arguments, the strife, all of the judgments, Father, 
we just lift up our hearts and we say, give us clean hands and a pure heart, Father, before you. So we repent of every work that is not of you, Lord. And we just thank you, Jesus, for making this possible. Thank you, Father, for the beautiful gift of your Son who laid his life down willingly, despising the shame. Thank you. We take our place as sons and daughters of the Most High God. We take our place, seated far above all principalities, powers, and rulers of darkness. We just draw the bloodline around Jubilee and all of our family members and all of our loved ones right now. And we decree and declare that there is no weapon formed against us that shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up, thou shalt condemn. For this is the heirs of the servants of the Lord. We thank you that we are the servants of the Lord. We are the hands and the feet walking, walking and talking. We thank you for the great commission, Lord, that says, go into all creation and preach the good news. And those who believe will be saved. And we thank you for salvation to the uttermost. That as for us and our households, we'll all be saved in the name of Jesus. We bless you, Father, that when we lay our hands on the sick, they shall recover in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the blood of Jesus speaking on our behalf in the name of Jesus. We thank you for that, Father, the greatest gift the greatest gift that we live and have our being because of the greatest gift, Jesus Christ. And so we say he is holy. He is holy. He is holy. Father, we pray for the fear of the Lord to fall on this congregation and in our lives and in our family members and in our children and in our grandchildren in the name of Jesus. We pray for the spirit of revelation and knowledge in the name of Jesus, counsel might. Amen. The fear of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord. We thank you for grace. We thank you for grace. And we don't take lightly the grace that has been given to us, that was shed for us. We don't think, we don't take that lightly, Lord. Now, Father, we ask that your life would be reflected in our lives, Father. That as we go forth into this new year, that it would be your reflection, Father. That we would bear your fruit in the name of Jesus. Peace, love, joy, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control. We take authority of over, oh, well, you know, I couldn't help it. Blood of Jesus. That same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives and dwells in you. The seed of truth is inside of you. The blood of Jesus. Father, have your way tonight in our hearts and in our minds. We pray that we leave here differently than when we came in. Father, we ask that you would shift our mindsets. If we were thinking or believing something that was not of you, Father, yes, we ask for the spirit of truth to show us 
Show us, Father, that we would not be forever taught, never learning. Father, that we would have a teachable spirit in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for loving us. For loving us. For loving us. Thank you, Father. I pray that we would know the truth of what that really means to be loved by the creator of the universe. Father, open our eyes that we would see you. Let us see you in this world. Let us hear you. Let us walk in you. What it means to really die to the flesh and to pick up our cross daily. Time is short. Father, that we would not be time wasters, but help us redeem the time in the name of Jesus. You are the God of redemption. Redeem us, Father. Redeem us and redeem the time, Father, that we have, Lord, and that we would be good stewards of the time that we have left, Father, that we would not compromise as the world compromises, but that we would walk boldly and speak not our own words, but speak according to what it is that you would have us to say and be silent when you want us to be silent. Holy Spirit, forgive us for ever grieving you. Forgive us for ever grieving you. Oh God, we're so sorry. Forgive us, forgive us God. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us, Father, for everything that has ever defiled you in any way. Any word we spoke and we said that it was you and it wasn't you, Father. Anytime we've thought this is the heart of God, oh, you know, all that perverted love, Father. Forgive us for the perversion of love, Father. We ask that you would purify our love walks. Father, that the fire of God would fall on us and burn out the dross. Burn out the bitterness. Burn out the unforgiveness. Burn out the idols that we're carrying and put before you. Burn it out, Father. Burn it all up, Father. We, we don't want to play anymore, Lord. We don't want to play. We don't want to play. We don't want to play church. Forgive us for playing church. Thank you, Lord, for your love and your mercy and your grace. Have your way tonight, Lord, on earth as it is in heaven, in the beautiful, powerful, mighty, mighty, holy, holy name of Jesus. to
share tonight um, as we move into 2024. This Wednesday and next Wednesday is going to be sharing prophetically. If you have a word, we want to hear the word. Um, I just now, when Karen was praying, and I don't have this in my notes, and I have a lot of notes because the Lord's been sharing a whole lot of different things, but a foolish virgin. There were ten virgins, and five of them were foolish. Five foolish Christians coming to the door. The root of foolish means a it's a secret society. It's a, it's a mystery. It's mystery doctrine. This is a doctrinal issue. It makes you lose your oil. The deception. You think you're believing the right thing, and you're not. It was, it's rooted in Freemasonry. I hope that what I say to you tonight is not too deep. I hope that what I say to you tonight does not get me stoned. But we, can, we must break out of a Freemason matrix. They're in our midst, you guys. They're in our midst. And they're teaching unclean, perverse doctrine that has made us foolish virgins. And we're not getting in. We're not getting in. And I'm not saying we're not going to heaven. But there's a place, there's an open door for the love church, the church of Philadelphia. There's an open door. And God is calling us up here. We have to be because of what's coming in the earth. And I'm sorry I'm not here tonight to tell you Everything is honky-dory. We are the end-time sons of God, and we need to know who we are. That means that we must be anointed, and we must have the fire of God on our heads to overcome. That means we can't be like everybody else to believe every little thing we see and hear. We have learned not to listen to CNN. We have learned not to listen to Fox. We have learned not to listen to, to corporate media. Nor can we learn, listen to deep state church. What in the world could I be talking about? We have perverse doctrine among us and we must be purified. We have Enochian doctrine. We have... Jewish mysticism, Kabbalah. It's bad. It's got to be purged out of us. Do you know that the truth, the word truth, means to not conceal? To not conceal. This deception is, it has been loosed in the body. And I'm telling you, you're not going to see or understand the mark of the beast when it comes if you don't have it uprooted out of your soul. The mark of the beast is coming. And you know what makes the mark of the beast so bad? Why we can't be saved is because it changes our humanity. It takes humanity out of us. 
It changes us. That's the iron mixed with the clay, mingled with the seed of men. And there's a lot of things that are part of it. This leopard beast. You look the word up, leopard. Look the word up, leopard, this leopard beast. And we have to talk about him. I'm sorry. It's not fun. We have to talk about him because he's waged war on the saints. He's, he's done it. It's done. It's happened. The war's been waged. Just ask the ones in China. Just ask the ones in Iran. Just ask the ones all over the world in Sudan and Nigeria right now. Our brothers and sisters are bleeding and dying. And it's coming here. It is coming here. When I was in 2019, in the summertime, the Lord told me that Babylonian captivity is a type and shadow of what is coming in the earth. There is a global coup, a global coup d'etat that is happening right now. And the sons of God must have wisdom to understand. Otherwise, we, we're not praying effectively. It's the effective fervent prayer of the righteous that avails much. We can't be unwise. We can't lack knowledge. We will perish if we lack knowledge. And then when I was praying for a word for 2020, and I went into prayer and I was asking the Lord for a word, he said, it's not about a year. It's not about next year. It's about a decade. From 2020 to 2030. That's what he told me. It's about a decade. We just started. We're in the still the beginnings of this decade. These are our prayer points going into 2024 and 2025. And this is something that Karen and I both equally know and, and uh, talk about a lot and we pray about a lot. One, the war of the saints has already happened. We have a World Health Organization that is going to try to ratify a treaty in May of 2024. We need to be praying into that now. That takes away national sovereignty. This beast is a leopard beast. If you look the word up leopard, you will find, and it's hidden in there, but if you look, you will find it, that it means a priesthood. It's one who waits at the altar. That's what leopard means one who waits at the altar. The beast is an unclean priest. That's who the beast is, guys. He's religious. He's religious. This war with, with, with uh, Israel and um, that yes, yes, we always pray for the peace of Israel, the peace of Jerusalem. But this is a Talmudic war. You better understand the Talmud that calls everybody Amalek. And you know why? Do you know why the leader of Israel stood in front of the, of the cameras and said it's Amalek? Because in the Bible, every man, woman, and child has to be killed if you're Amalek. And the Christians are saying, make it a, a parking lot. How dare we? How dare we agree with the Talmud that despises our Savior? 
and says he's boiling in excrement right now. How dare we? Um, I want to explain something to you all, just make sure, because not everybody knows. The Talbot is, is not, um, it's not the, the uh, Tanakh. Or the Torah. Or the Torah. Or the Pentateuch. You know, it is not that. It's not the holy book, okay? The Talmud is a doctrinal teaching of man. It is not inspired by the Holy Spirit. It's different. We're not supposed to say this stuff out loud, but we can't go into 2024 and 2025 and not know this. Why aren't we talking about the things that matter? It is the Noahide laws that she's referring to that are trying to come there. They've been signed into law by every president of the United States. Do you guys even know about the Noahide laws? Raise your hand if you know about the Noahide laws. Raise your hand. Okay, not one person knows about the Noahide Laws, which has been signed into law since Ronald Reagan. Well, he, he, he made the proclamation and then George Bush signed it into law. And it is 104-12, I think. If you want to go home and look it up, the Noahide Laws, they are coming. Every single president, George Bush, um, let's see. George, every single president since Ronald Reagan has signed him into law. Every single year in March, and it's called the Day of Education. And, and this law says that Noah was given seven laws. Noah was given seven laws. And the first law is that there's only one God, monotheism, which is awesome. We're monotheists, who cares? Great. Let there be, let there, there's only one God. However, Chabad Lubavitch, the ones that came up with this because they're bringing in their false messiah, they do not deem that Christians are monotheists. They deem that we are polytheists because we believe in the Trinity. So we broke that law. We broke it, it's broken. We need to understand you guys a lot. The second law is not to make God an idol. There can be no idols which is also good for us Christians because we don't believe in idols either except Jesus Christ is an accursed idol to the Talmud. The Talmud is the unclean priest. It's Talmudic, it's Freemason, it's Druidic, it is Babylonian, it is Egyptian, it's a hybrid. He's a hybrid perverse devil. That's why he's making mixture, hybrid people. And he's mixing seed, human seed with frogs and all kinds of nonsense. I don't even want to go there. But that's the devil's perverse. He's perverse. So Christian, Christians have already, law, have already broken law one and two. The last law is to make Noahide courts. Because we have to have the proper judges. What was happening right before this war? What was happening in Israel right before this war? There was tons of protesting. Why? Because they wanted to change the Supreme Court in Israel. They wanted, remember? And they were protesting in the street because Netanyahu said, we are a Jewish state. Do we know what that means? That means we are a Talmudic state now. We are a Talmudic state. And we need to now change the laws. So they're, so they're moving to change the laws. And what happened? That didn't go over very well. 
The people were like, uh-uh. You're not changing those laws. Well, if plan A doesn't work, we're going to have to move to plan B. And we're watching plan B. I'm just saying. Our presidents, everyone, including Obama, including Clinton, including Trump, including Biden, they've all signed off on it, every one of them. And all 50 governors have signed off on them, the Noahide laws. And the UN has. And the Vatican has. This is going to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen. It may happen when I'm a grandma or when I'm dead and gone. It may happen in a hundred years. But this is what they want to bring. The foundation, the ground is being tilled. A Freemason is called a Noahide. That's their identity. People, we're dealing with something important here. And we don't even know. We don't even know. This is important. Freemasons are Noahides. Look up Albert Mackey. Look up the lexicon of Freemasonry. He was a 33rd degree Mason. We've got him in our midst. Not Jubilee, praise God. They're, well, they're among us, though. I didn't mean to make this a whole Freemason thing. But I don't care. Let it be exposed. Because while Karen was praying, the Lord said it was about the foolish virgin. And we don't get to be foolish. We have to put that off from us. We can't bring memories of when God touched me way back yonder when. It has to be a hot abiding love now. He wants to bring us into the kingdom of God and show us our place and places. He's given us place to walk among these according to Zechariah. If we'll believe, if we'll enter in, if we walk through the open door, but we can't get in with this mixture. We cannot. And when this thing comes, it will align itself with the digital. This is why we have to pray. I just want everybody to understand why we're praying. We are praying because we are alive on earth while the beast wants to take over the earth. He wants to make the earth his. How dare he? The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And Christians are saying, oh no, the earth is the devil's. No, it isn't. It. Yes, he's called the God of this earth, just like Buddha's called the God of, of wherever, Japan or whatever. Does that make him God? No, but he's known as the God of Japan. Okay, that's the devil. He's just known as the God of this world, but he's not God, nor is he even remotely equal. <laughs> we've got this, we've got, you know what? Let's all do our homework, read up on the treaty. The World Health Organization, it's an arm of the UN. And this treaty wants to take away national sovereignty, wants to take away America's sovereignty. When a pandemic comes, they're the ones that say, oh, it's a pandemic. They're the ones that say, oh, everybody's got to get a shot. They're the ones that say, oh, everybody's got to stay inside. They rule. They rule. The head of the, U of the World Health Organization gets to call the shots. He gets to say what a pandemic is. He even gets to say that it's not even health. It's the climate, which is point number two. The climate, you guys. I'm laying a lot of heavy stuff on you. But you're here on a Wednesday. You're pressing in. 
and we can't say, oh, God made some rain. When it's man-made, we don't get to give God, we need to, we can't credit the Lord for the barium and the, and the aluminum and all of the viruses that are being loosed by ungodly men, malignant men. We need to know most of our weather is man-made. It is engineered. It is engineered. I'm sorry, this is heavy. I'm sorry. But we have to know when we're praying that we're praying, when we're this, the weather is meant to manipulate us. So that we'll say, oh no. Yes, yes, World Health Organization. Yes, we better all stay inside. Okay, are you staying inside, Care Bear? Yes, I am too. No, the sons of God are smarter than that. We're crowned in wisdom. Our Father is seeing to it. He's giving us knowledge because we cried out to Him when we sowed all our spiritual seed. All those days, we sat on our knees and we cried out to Him day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. It's a lifestyle. Well, He's giving us knowledge. He's giving it to us. He's being faithful. And if we get the mark, we are not going. We're not going to make it. The digital IDs will be part of the climate. Nonsense. We have a king that thinks he's the king of the world. I'm sorry to burst everybody's bubble. He's put his hand on the seven-year clock already. Who knows about that? He already hit the seven-year clock to bring in CBDCs and digital IDs that we can't buy or sell without it. Bank of America, the banks already have the, the patents about where you travel. They own them. Look them all up. You can look up everything I say. I have receipts for anybody who needs to know. So what do we need? We need the secret place of the Most High. Because our Father is letting us know for a reason. And do not tell me that you're scared. Oh, you just scared me. <laughs> oh, I'm so scared now. Do not tell me that. I'm not scared. This is not for fear's sake. This is not for fear's sake. This is for, how, how are you going to go to battle? How are we going to go to battle if we don't even know the enemy? We have no idea what we're even fighting. When we say a global coup, now we all know. Now we all know. The secret place, when we come together on January the 10th, and for whoever, I don't know where to look for the online, right here, I don't know, okay, hi, online, I'm glad you're with us tonight, sorry, you're probably glad you're not here, but January the 10th, we're having an all-day session, and this thing, we're going to be talking about intimacy and face-to-face, knowing Jesus face-to-face. This is where intercession is birthed from. You're not going to be effective in intercession if you don't know his face, if you don't already sing to his face right now like your lover 
like the lover of your soul. Sing to him. Make yourself see his face. I just, I, I've been doing this for years and years and years and years. I would never dare to try to come out and pray any prayer without knowing him. Intimacy. Can I just add something here? Um, I was in worship this morning and I saw Jesus laying, uh, I saw uh, John laying his hand on, head on Jesus's breast. So I look up bosom. It means to sing. And um, uh, it, it, it just, it's so important to have an intimacy, an intimacy, intimacy, intimacy. That's the deep root of bosom is intimacy. That's what all of our girlfriends, we're part of a prayer group for 20 something years. Every one of us operates this way. Every, we're not the only ones, there's a whole bunch of us. A whole bunch of us that all know the intimacy with the Lord. This is an intimate church. I want to say something about Esther in our reading today. Esther is a star. She's a star. And she had to, she, that guy Hega, Hegai, the keeper of the women. You know what his name means? His name means meditation, word, groaning and separation that's what she was separated into you guys this man taught her for one year even in the world they know to prepare even in the world we in the spirit have to learn because what was going to happen see I was Vashti I was Vashti my husband has said some things and I said mm -mm. Come here, Lenny. No, not right now. I got stuff to do. And then I read Vashti today. <laughs> and I'm sorry I didn't recognize that I was walking as Vashti. What did they say? It brought it brought shame to him. Even if he even if the king was being a lunatic, it doesn't matter. We wives don't get to say, well, you know what? I don't like the way you were acting. Doesn't matter. We still respect. We still respect. Vashti was put away and he found someone better. And the Lord, the Lord orchestrated the whole entire thing because what was going to happen? The Jews were going to be, they were going to come, become against, just like Christians are today. Y'all, we're next really soon and very soon. We're next. We need to live knowing that. They're going to try to, they, war's being waged against us. And some of the understanding will be killed. What a fun word. So Esther is separated for a year and with oils and ointments, six months with aromas, worship, worship, worship in the smoke. Worship is incense. When you worship, it's incense. And it billows out of you as you worship, as you sing to him. That's why this Diana, what Diana does, and Allie, and, and this whole, I don't know my brother's name that has such a beautiful voice. 
That's why it's so important. Because it smoke comes out of us as we worship and worship and worship. This is a worship issue. Daily, by ourselves, in our little room, in our little closet, on our bed, however we do it, on our floor. We see his face and we worship and the smoke billows out. I like to say we that we are the dwellers of the smoke. That's who sons of God are. That's who the bride is. Dwellers of the smoke. And that smoke fumigates. You don't even really need a deliverance ministry if we just did this. Fumigation is stuff coming out of you. The bitterness comes out, the unforgiveness. Oh, you can be in worship and see your sister's face and be like, oh, Lord, I'm sorry. And watch yourself hold your sister to your bosom and pet her face and forgive her and say, I love you. You can do it in the spirit. And your heart gets soft. You're being fumigated. The things are falling off of you. They're coming out of you. This can happen alone in your room. This is what, our, this is what the Lord expects from us. This is what sons do. And then the second thing we need, we need about probably a thousand things, but I just put them in two things. The baptism of fire. The baptism of fire. The baptism of fire is not, I, I, we don't know a whole lot about the baptism of fire. I believe it is an end time revelation. Just like William Seymour did in 1906 when he had a revelation of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And in Los Angeles, a movement was started in the whole earth through Los Angeles, through William Seymour. And he kept his head in an in a, a egg crate, and he just prayed. And the Lord brought the baptism of the Holy Spirit into the earth. It was not here before that, except with the disciples and the apostles. It was not here. It's a revelation that came, and God breathed on that. This is a baptism of fire. And the reason, the reason is because we have, to, it's an, because it's the overcoming anointing. So we all need it. We need it. And we haven't really seen it. It's a consummation. And I think I'm going to probably share more about that on the 10th because I, I can't really get into, I had a whole vision and I've had, this, I've been going through this process now for a few months. It's not a one-shot deal. It's something you press into and you hold yourself there and you keep yourself there before the Lord. And you let Him deal with you. You let Him deal with you. And you stay under the fire. You stay under it. And you let Him show you you need some help in this area. You need some help in that area. Not to focus on ourselves, but when we come out, it's, it becomes a consummation because the lion of the tribe of Judah, which is in Revelation 5. Revelation 5. Let's just read it real quick. Just so that you see it because it helps to see it. Let's see. That's 9. Revelation 5. Sorry, guys. Okay, and I saw, I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written 
within and I can't really see very well and out the back and on the back side sealed with seven seals and I saw a strong angel proclaiming is this it Revelation 5 with a loud voice who is worthy to open the book and the seal thereof the seals thereof and no man in heaven or on earth neither under the earth was able to open the book so we know that this didn't happen in the future that could never happen in the future why because Jesus is there they're not gonna look around and say oh shoot there isn't anybody no heaven knows Jesus is there he's fully worthy this is not a future event this is not future this happened and I wept much because no man was found worthy to open, can you receive that? And read the book. Okay, and to, or, or to even look thereon. And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not, behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah hath, from the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book. This is pre a prevailing, overcoming issue. The lion of the tribe of Judah is only right there. That's it, in the whole Bible. Right there, talks about him. He is, he has a lion burning, roaring, fiery head. His whole head is on fire. From here up, he roars. He literally turns his head and goes oh, He's so intensely intense, nobody would ever dare mess with him. Nobody, nobody ever, nobody. You, you would never even think, you, you quake, you're like, ah, I mean, you quake to see this lion and he is also fully man and he is the most passionate intense being man being lion being with fiery and he took me in his arms and when he took me in his arms my head went not right next to his head like you're, you would with your husband and my so my head was roaring and I was like, ah, what's happening? But I, I have learned to yield when the Lord starts showing me stuff like this. So for months, he's been showing me about the baptism of fire. And we need, we're going to need it. We're going to need it so that we don't walk in fear, so that we don't walk in deception, so that we're not easily deceived, so we don't believe everything we see, we don't believe everything we read. If somebody's saying it, there's a really good chance it may not be true if it's not another son. We need to learn how to look to each other and lean on each other. Anyway, I think 2024 and 2025, we need the intimacy and we need the fire, the baptism of fire. And we need to learn intercession. We need to learn intercession because we're going to be interceding a lot. This is all happening on our watch. How extremely awesome is that not that it's great that people are suffering but God saw fit that we're alive right now he saw fit he chose us from the foundations of this world I need you to be alive Wes I need you I need you to be alive I need Wes Munyon to be alive in the earth when the when the beast starts to march a Jezebel spirit 
to take over the whole earth. Who would have ever known? And who did she kill? The prophets. The prophets. The word of God. And what did she raise up? She rose up prophets of Baal and prophets of Asherah. Asherah is happy. Woohoo! Yeah, it's a good time right now. It's a great time. And the prophets of Baal, unclean word over the body, over the body, God's people. All those years, and, and their true word were killed or they were put in caves with Obadiah, who fed them bread and water in caves. And you know what? A lot of us have been in caves. And a lot of us are going to go into caves. Jezebel can be overcome in our region. Jezebel is a spirit of witchcraft. It's a three-braided cord. A spirit of witchcraft, a spirit of a deaf and dumb spirit, a lunatic spirit. That's why when you're dealing with Jezebel, can't teach them anything. Can't teach them anything. They can't hear it. They just can't hear it. They can't be wrong. Mm -mm. I'm not wrong. It's, it's narcissism. That's what it is. They can't be wrong. And they're, they're like this on this side, la, 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 when you're trying to tell them something. That's a deaf and dumb spirit. And they will never say they're sorry, ever. Oh, mm -mm. Jezebel cannot say they're sorry. A narcissist cannot say they're sorry. That's witchcraft, which is manipulation, emotional manipulation, gaslighting, projecting, accusing you of what it's doing. Does that sound familiar? That's happening in the earth right now. We're being accused of what they're doing. So it's witchcraft, it's a deaf and dumb spirit, and it's pride. Pride to the uttermost. That's why it's narcissism. It is pride. That's what we're fighting. That's what we're warring against. A spirit of Jehu will rise up. A spirit of Jehu will rise up and we will become victorious and we're going to save as many as we can from getting the mark of the beast i gave you a lot so i'm gonna i'm gonna be quiet does anybody want to come and and bring any sort of do you have anything to say karen about this coming year i just um when i was in prayer also this morning actually it started yesterday um, Christmas was yesterday Christmas Day no two days ago two days ago and it just felt different for me it felt I felt very detached and like can this be over can we be done now so I went into prayer and I said father I know today's not your birthday I know it's not but I am grateful for every person that says Merry Christmas because there are people talking about you and celebrating you. Maybe that don't throughout the year normally, except for Christmas and Easter. But I, it was different. I feel like the Lord is real. This, I feel like we're going into a new season where the Lord wants to separate us from all the not from our family. Please don't hear what I'm not saying. It's very important to stay close to our family. But to separate us from all the nonsense, like 
yeah. And I, I told Lenny, I said, I don't even know that I should talk today because I'm a wreck. Because <laughs> the Lord's been having his way. And I feel like there's so much rolling around. And until he continues to feed and move on me, I don't really want to kill anybody. But um, I already killed him. <sighs> I, it's I'm a sorry. new season. It's a new season, and I feel like it's very serious. And we have to put off fighting. We have to put off complaining. I'll just tell you what the Lord showed me today. That, um, okay, uh, is that um, complaining, when I complain, it is, I'm complaining against God, even though I'm saying, you know, can't believe so-and-so did that or had that thought the way, you know, my heart had that thought, like, <laughs> judge. So every time I do that, I'm judging God because she's a daughter of God, son of God. And the Lord said, don't you know that I that have begun a good work, I'm going to be faithful to complete it, and you're judging something that I'm working on? Stop it. I'm just telling you, we can't, this is a season of, he's getting real. And I want to be John the Baptist that says, is crying right now, crying and say, come on guys, because I love you. When Lenny was up here and she was very fervent, that's actually love. This says, come on, get, get off the 405. Don't play in the 405. You're going to get run over. If you get the analogy, I know that's not the best, but you get what I'm saying. It's like, you guys, we can't. This is a new season we're entering into. And God wants to do more in our hearts and in, in us so then he can use us. Anyway, that's all I have. All right. Okay. This is a verse for a lot of things. It can be for dealing with uncertainty, for people that need healing, for dealing with deception, what was just talked about. In Isaiah 26, 3, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. I looked up the word steadfast and it means unwavering faith. So I pray for all of us to have unwavering faith in these in times of uncertainty. I pray where we can have misfortune after misfortune, but in our mind, our attitude is, I trust you no matter what, Lord. I trust you no matter what. You can take anything away from me. You can take my health away from me. I trust you no matter what. Our love for you, Lord, is not conditional it's not what have you done for me lately it's not a works-based performance system it's you've done everything we've already won we have victory but Lord no matter what happens I pray that we all have unwavering faith and will never Amen. compromise any the smallest amount of personal gain 
And the perfect piece really stands out to me. When I was in the hospital earlier this year for 17 days, having my mind fixated on the Lord, there is no fear because there can't be any fear when you're in a state of perfect peace. So I pray that we all, we seek the Lord 100%, not one foot in, one foot out. We seek him with all our heart. There is no place for fear in our mind when we have that perfect peace. And it's not from our strength. It's not from my strength. It's the strength God gives us. And I pray no matter what, what is to come, I whatever it could be that we seek him with all our heart we trust him no matter what you can break my body but you can't break my spirit so i pray for everybody that we come together we encourage each other and we seek the lord with all of our heart and surrender and trust to him and surrender more in jesus name amen amen i did have a word that the lord gave me isaiah 61. he's going to do this for us All right, let me turn it around. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. This is what we're going to, this is going to be our testimony coming in to 2024, 2025, if it, if it has not already been your testimony. This is going to be our testimony because Jesus Christ is inside of us. We're born of his Spirit. And we are going to say the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. I'll just read it here. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed us. He's going to anoint, anoint us. He's going to anoint us to preach good tidings to the poor. He's going to send us to heal the brokenhearted through Jesus Christ. He's going to send us to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. God is going to do that through us, you guys. The Lord is going to do that through us, through his people. And I know, I know this seems like an old, you, you know, used up word, but it's going to come alive and burn in these lives. Can we keep going? Let's see what the next verse is. I think, I think it's good. Um, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, because no matter what the enemy is doing with his reset, God Almighty has a reset. That's right. Oh yes, he's got a reset. He laughs in derision, Psalm 2. When the kings of the earth come together to conspire, our God is not sitting idly by and saying, oh shoot, what am I gonna do? He's gonna come upon us though. So we can't back up and say, oh no, what are we gonna do? We're going to walk as sons of God with the knowledge of who we are in Christ Jesus. It is no longer I who lives, but it's Christ Jesus who lives within me. I'm not going to shudder away I'm not gonna walk in the fear of man which I've done a lot and the day of the vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn God is gonna put on us a compassion he's gonna get us out of ourselves out of the busyness of ourselves out of the doing 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 God's gonna do that for us we hold on let's hold on to this scripture of Isaiah 61 and commit it to yourself that this is who we are yeah. and this is what our father is going to do with us yeah. does anybody else have a word they want to bring that was awesome Julia yeah. thank you thank you father thank you for taking our ashes and making them beautiful father Lord that you would just increase our faith as we enter into this new year, year father 
that you would increase us with the increase of God. Father, that you would take us places we never thought we'd go and give us the ability to go there. Not wavering, not questioning, but when you say, go ye, we go in the name of Jesus. We thank you that Jesus Christ is the author and the finisher of our faith. And we thank you for this new year where yes, we will Lord. enter into a new place, higher place with yes, you, Father. You say, when you pray to me, I will listen. But when you seek me, when you seek me with all of your heart, I will be found by you, declares the Lord. So as we are drawing near to you, Father, we thank you that you will draw nearer to us, Father. Yes, Lord. We bless you and we praise you for what you're going to do in our hearts and in our minds. Father, we decree and declare over Jubilee that this would be a body that walks intimately with the King of Kings yes, and the Lord of Lords. Yes. That you would not be not only be the Lord over our lives, but the Lord over our hearts and our minds. Moving through yes, our hands and our feet with great boldness in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. If you want to if you want us to lay hands on you for the baptism of fire, we're just going to touch you and then you can go. I mean, you know, we're not going to say and linger and linger and linger and linger and it's not that kind of a thing. It's a thing where God deals with you. It's a one-on-one -on -one issue. But it is great preparation for where he's taking you to fulfill your particular destiny. Your destiny. Your purpose. is extremely important to the actual individual. Um, does anybody want that? Or does anybody want to come? Okay. Then come on up and we're just going to. Lifted high, 
Lord, we call forth your chosen ones. We call them out of all oppression and depression and confusion right now in the name of Jesus. Every act of witchcraft that's been set against your chosen ones, Lord, we call them into the light, out of darkness and into the light right now in Jesus' name. We turn that light on. We turn that light on that they will have the mind of Christ, that their thoughts will come into perfect order right now. There will be no more confusion, no more illusion, no more delusion in the name of Jesus. They are coming forth. They are coming forth into your calling, Lord. still listening, if you're still watching, I feel that God is speaking to those of you who feel like you haven't been able to get a break. You've been praying, you've been fasting, you've been believing, and, and you just haven't been able to make it through that breakthrough. And I want you to know it's not you. I want you to know it's actual demonic opposition that's been set against you. And the Lord says, look up, my child. Stop fighting. Stop resisting. Don't yield to the situation. Yield to me. Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take up my yoke upon you. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Come behold the Lamb, come behold the Lamb, He's your strong tower, He's your strong tower, He's your strong tower, the righteous run in them. your strong tower in my weakness I am strong in my weakness I am strong for your strength is made perfect in my weakness oh Lord in my weakness I am strong in my weakness I am strong 
not because of anything we've done or accomplished on our own, even being here this night, God, is only by your grace. It's only by your strength. You're the one who has drawn us to this moment, God. So we lean into you and say, be glorified, high and exalted King. Have your way, for the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the fear of the Lord is the beginning of understanding. And so, God, we come and behold you in your glory. Because you have made a way through your blood, through your sacrifice, Lord Jesus. We honor your sacrifice right now in Jesus' name, God. We say, God, be praised. Our God, be praised. Our God, be praised. For you are holy forever. 